am a little bit scared right now because I'm doing the podcast in a very holy place and um, I don't really know if there are cameras and all. I think there are cameras. I don't know if you can hear me, I just have to whisper because actually I am inside the Adoration Chapel. <laughs> chaplain scares me because you know I'm gonna be evicted here if somebody sees me doing this probably so I'm just gonna whisper and be kind be appropriate and um, yeah um, yeah, because the adoration chapel is um, very special to me because when I was a kid I didn't really understand what is an adoration chapel all I know is that my mother would go to mass every single day and I would go with her sometimes, not all the time when I was a kid and um, after the mass she would go to Adoration Chapel kneel there and um, spend some time and I would see her just sitting down kneeling crying and yeah I would see her with um, tears in her eyes and she would just go there every single day, every single day, and I didn't understand what an adoration chapel is. An adoration chapel is a room, an air-conditioned room, most of the time. <laughs> I don't know why it's an air-conditioned room, but it definitely helps, and it's quiet. And right now, like this, it's so quiet. I'm just alone, and um, what is the main thing in the Adoration Chapel is what we call the Eucharist and if you're a secular or you're not a Catholic you don't understand what the Eucharist is the Eucharist is what we call you know as unbelievable as it sounds the body of Christ you know because we as a Catholic believe that the the Last Supper was the institution of that miracle you know as catholics we call it the greatest miracle in the world you know there are like 40 50 miracles i don't know i forgot but when i was in college i read about the 33 eucharistic miracles you know all of those eucharistic miracles have the same dna you know coming from the bread that turned out miraculously, whether you believe it or not, this is proven, this is scientifically tested. You can research this, there's one in Korea, there's one in Europe. There's there's a lot of Eucharistic miracles in them. The bread, or the, 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 the one we use for the Mass, the Holy Mass, the Holy Eucharist, the, and the host, what do you call it, you know, turned um, I mean, when I mean, like became um, flesh and blood, you know, you know, 
it sounds impossible, sounds ridiculous, but it just happened. That's what you call miracles. And if you're a realist, then you gotta include miracles in your list because if you're a realist, then miracles happen, you know? Things just happen in this world and you just didn't see it, you know? So, so that is what's inside this holy chapel. There is that Eucharist who we believe is not just a symbol. It is not just a symbol for us Catholics. It is the body. It is the body. It is, we call it a sacrament. And a sacrament means it's the visible representation of the invisible reality. You know, you know what I mean? It's the invisible reality. But it's a representative. I don't know how it works. There's a mist. It's, it's, it's very mysterious. For me, it's very... It's, it's, for me, it's... I'm in awe of it, of how it works, you know. I'm in awe of how it works that... You know, as, as you know, when Jesus said it in the Bible... You have to, You know, you gotta eat my body and drink... Uh, eat my flesh and drink my blood, so... After he said that, a lot of people left... A lot of his followers unfollowed him if you know a lot of his subscribers unsubscribed you know and the 12 were left and then jesus asked them do you also want to unfollow me do you want to unsubscribe because of what what i said because it's so ridiculous and scandalous and eat my flesh and drink my blood but you know that's what that's what we're doing that's what one billion catholics are doing right now we eat the body and the flesh of Christ and drink from his blood and I don't know how to explain it to you it's difficult to explain but it's the reason why I'm a Catholic because it's a proven miracle I mean if you just spend time researching it um, you know spend time don't just judge I've, I've heard a lot of stand-up comedians making fun of religion making fun of Jesus Christ like Chris Rock and um, um, I don't know a lot of stand-up comedians, but uh, it's way too shallow. But there's a lot of philosophers like you will, you know, you will enjoy reading them rather than. I mean, they're not really that funny. It takes a lot of attention to to read people like them deep and comedians are fun. So, but they're super smart and they're super fun. You know what? But philosophers, they lead you more to the truth, you know, rather than the relief of the struggle. The comedians are just doing it to relieve their conscience, to relieve the guilt. So they kind of make fun of it. It's kind of good, though. But it takes a lot of more patience and hard work and studiousness to be to, 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 to really search for the truth like the philosophers does. And I want to wanna highlight more of Blaise Pascal, one of the philosophers or mathematician is he is he a mathematician blaze pascal he said this you know as a you know i'm just gonna quote this because we're in an adoration chapel this is gonna be important quote you know very related all of man's problems all of our problems come from the inability to sit down in silence to be still you know all of our problems come from the inability to sit down in silence and you know, and this is the perfect place to sit down in silence. Although I'm sitting down talking in my phone on my podcast, you know. And uh, although it's not really that silent, because there's a lot of cars and and then motorcycles and 
going here because it's still a city but at least there's a sanctuary in the city where you can just sit down and you know feel the breeze Hey, I'm back and um, I paused it earlier because I felt so embarrassed that someone came in while I was recording and um, I don't know <laughs> I, <laughs> she just caught me talking to my phone and you know so yeah let me continue with that and I think this is gonna be a short continuation about Blaise Pascal about um, the all of man's ill come from the inability to sit down in silence and yeah it, it is because it's scary to be in silence because when you're in silence you just start thinking about life start meditating and feel anxious you know you avoid the distraction that's why sometimes we just want to put music in our ears because if we don't if we don't put music or we don't drink or we don't go to parties or we don't work you know the reality confronts us and asks us what is really the meaning of life is this all worth it you know so to stop in silence and just look at the Eucharist look at it in that Christ laid down his life so that we may live as powerful and, it, and the moment you sit down here it inspires you to offer also your life to live a life of giving to live a life of offering, to live a life of generosity, give giving time to other people, giving attention to other people, listening to other people, you know, giving good words to other people, giving financial help to other people, giving encouragement to other people, you know, and as you sit down here in this in this holy chapel, in this adoration chapel, you look at the Eucharist and it is Christ Himself you know, giving love, you know, it may be so silent, but the message of love, you know, is so strong inside the chapel, you know, and the, the, the vibrance of self-giving and life-giving, Eucharist meaning of life, the very meaning of life is to offer your life so that others may live. I think I have to stop there because it's embarrassing someone's coming in.